0: underpowered hour on this week's show we talk about banned land rover ads trophy edition defenders for sale the all-new underpowered hour company car and land rovers in the movies the 1995 casper and now here's the show Welcome to the Underpowered Hour. I'm Steve Barris, mild-mannered television executive by day and Land Rover collector by night. You can find out more about our cars and what we're working on at thebarriscollection.com or follow us on Instagram at thebarriscollection. I'm joined, as always,
1: by my good friend. Ike Goss. Thank you to everyone joining us today. I'm the bronze green patina at 80-inch to Stephen's Tangier's Orange Freelander. I'm the rusty but reliable icon of podcasting, Ike Goss. I own and operate Pangolin 4x4 in Springfield, Oregon, where we live and breathe Land Rovers. Check us out online on Facebook, Instagram, at Pangolin4x4. Let's get started.
0: All right, Ike. Well, this week in the news, um, there's a... A major scandal in the world of Land Rover advertising. And funny enough, it does involve uh, a feature that is advertised uh, in a Land Rover that is, in fact, uh, not actually a feature of that Land Rover. I at first thought it was something like waterproof or, uh, or weatherproof or uh, uh, something like that, ability to travel easily on freeways. Uh, no, no. It's a new uh, Defender and a feature, apparently, that the new Defender does not entirely possess. So if you uh, find this uh, advert, it's a, sort of like like a, a trip to Land Rover Island where they start on like a D-Day landing boat kind of ferry sort yeah. of situation.
1: Yeah, yeah. They just like back up the landing craft to the island and all these like land rivers charge out of the boat. And then they like drive all over the island. And inexplicably, there's all these like modern features in the middle of nowhere. Like there's yeah. a stoplight in the middle of the sand dune area. And then yeah. there's like a car wash sign under this waterfall and like, you know, it's a little silly. It's a little tongue in cheek, yeah. but then it gets, it gets to the part where apparently people objected to, and you can watch this out on the internet, but uh, they like back up to a cliff. Like there's yeah. kind of like an overhang rock. Like a, like, yeah, like a
0: Mesa kind of situation. And
1: uh, yeah, yeah. And so they're backing up to that. And the, the backup alarm is, is sounding uh, on the vehicle to uh, uh, presumably alert the driver that there's a huge drop off, mm-hmm. and so somebody complained that that is the part of the ad that is <laughs> unrealistic. <laughs> and uh, apparently, because that you know when there's nothing there, the you know the alarm would not sound. And right. so if somebody wanted to back up to a cliff, they might just drive their car over a cliff. Because the backup alarm didn't recognize that there was nothing there. That so is, uh, uh, yeah. if you were thinking that you would use your Land Rover to park next to, uh, accurately park next to a cliff, can't be done. And so now the ad has been banned. It's not apparently realistic, that part of the ad, but uh, washing your car in a waterfall. Yeah, everything else, like the D-Day landing,
0: the stoplight in the middle of the desert, that stuff, that's fine. Land Rover Island, otherwise, no problems at all.
1: It's like the most (laughs) realistic part of the ad is what they objected to. So uh, at any rate, uh, that's, that's the deal. And so now the ad is banned. Now, I recently saw an advertisement for another manufacturer. I believe it's Kia i believe it's mm. kia but um it you know this story reminded me of that one i don't know if you've seen this even no, but I haven't. uh this guy he takes a new kia suv to the the ocean mm-hmm. right and there's a beach and he's got like uh, this this fucking uh, like trash rake uh-huh. that he unfolds oh, yes. out of his car right yes he unfolds this trash rake out of his car and hooks it to the kia's hitch and then he blasts down the beach at, like, 400 miles an hour, <laughs> like, scraping up all the trash. Yeah. Seems a little unrealistic, to be yeah. honest. I and, think it should uh, be banned. So he, clears, he clears the entire beach of trash mm-hmm. with this rake. And then, then he parks his key on the top of the dune. And then he watches all these turtles come up and lay eggs after the trash is cleared. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so and then I he goes think the back it
0: rakes up all the turtle eggs which yeah, is uh, <laughs> just yeah, all, the, just, turtles. Oh, all Jesus, the turtles oh all the turtles all the
1: eggs it's just a, <laughs> it's a terrible yeah they they didn't show yeah. that part. Assumably, yeah. the message is you know drive a Kia SUV yeah. and save the turtles or save the environment or who knows. Yeah, it makes total sense.
0: <laughs> who I knows think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That feels just as unrealistic as uh, not backing yourself over a uh, over a cliff. <laughs> Apparently, though, yeah, two people complained that uh, you know they were two like, out of uh, like
1: millions that have seen I, that have I seen right? it. Yeah, and I guess enough. that's all it takes to get something banned. That's you and I could get any bad
0: advertisement banned on television. <laughs> I think we can use it to blackmail brands uh into sponsoring the podcast if not that's we will brilliant. complain about your ad and it's really uh, we'll yeah banned. be
1: careful you don't want to yeah. you don't want to make us mad we'll yeah, complain about your the ad
0: the power that we wield in getting your ads banned <laughs> i will say though i love that the 90 uh with the blue and the white top and the steel wheels do you know what you can't get The 90 with the blue body, the white top of the steel wheels. That is the unrealistic part about that advertisement. And Mm. uh, that is why it should be banned. Because they are promising a car that I can't actually order, which is not cool, man. It's Are the steel cool.
1: wheels optional?
0: You can get the steel wheels with the tiny motored car, but yeah. when you get the tiny motored car, when you get the low trim uh, mm-hmm. car, you can't change the roof color to white. So you so why end don't you just with
1: buy a, the high trim car and get the wheels?
0: Because they're, uh, the wheels don't fit on the high trim car. Uh, the 18-inch wheels only fit on the smaller motor because of the massive power. Of the six cylinder motor, they need bigger brakes on the front. And so the 18 inch steel wheels no longer
1: fit on it. So the How most f- unrealistic part. I is feel that. like a Dodge, whatever demon or mm-hmm. something like that, has like 900 horsepower and the brakes somehow fit under whatever the 17 inch wheels yep, on that thing. Totally
0: fine. Yeah. Cause it's got like dragster tires on it. So there's like almost no wheel and just like a nine, you know, nine feet of tire. Uh, totally fine. Totally Apparently fine. Land Rover can't figure that out. They can't figure it out. It's part of the uh, terrain response, I believe. You need you uh, bigger brakes. We have, we have, brakes to have
1: 20 28-inch wheels. Donks. <laughs> you got to put donks on your Land Rover <laughs> to the fit our brakes. The spinners
0: are required as a as a function of the terrain response 3. Yeah, yeah. Totally. It has to have it. Yeah. It has to have it. So, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where that I feel like is why the ad should be banned because that's the car that I want, but I can't
1: have it. And it is, it is uh, impossible to uh, to well, make that I'm car. Gl- I'm glad it was banned for years.
0: Yeah, you might be able to make it in the UK because maybe with one of the diesel engines you can do it. But certainly here in the United States, you can't get that spec. Not so. possible. Yeah. So speaking of specialty high-spec uh, Land Rovers, there is a Land Rover Trophy Edition, which is the sort of uh, little mini camel trophy kind of homage project that they did here in uh, the United States not that long ago. And I think they're doing yep. now later this year or some matter. At some point in the future, they're doing like a bigger one one at Eastner Castle in the UK, and one of those Trophy Edition cars is already for sale on Cars & Bids, uh, Doug Demiro's Cars & Bids site. I think it's up to about 75 k right now. This is in the... Uh, uh, we're bargain. recording on on May 9th, spoiler alert, as to how early we record the podcast. That's why nothing's ever relevant or timely. Um, anyway, don't, don't spoil it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's selling for about 75 k right now. I don't really know when it ends. I could have easily Googled that, so I had that knowledge at hand, but I chose not to. And uh, anyways, it's just interesting. It's going to be kind of interesting to see, because I think those are about hundred and ten, dollars 120000 new. I don't know exactly. About $1,000 an inch, which is seems exactly appropriate um that's what i charge (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly right
1: um you know so we'll see how much of that
0: do you sift out for the uh for the woodland adventure that was the uh the the defender trophy thing and damn it we should have done it we should have just bought one gone out there and done it because they can't turn us away if we're an actual owner of the vehicle and then just immediately sold it afterwards
1: yeah did you know if this vehicle participated in the event
0: I'm not a hundred percent sure. Again, I could have simply read the ad on uh, on the site, but I uh, simply perused it for the price and then moved Smart. on. Yeah, Smart. you know, I was driving; uh, it wasn't, uh, you know, I didn't have a lot of time to really I was research doing it. Stuff. I was doing yeah. stuff. So by the time this episode comes out, it'll likely have already been sold. So uh, you know, we'll have to look in and uh, and see what the uh, what the market uh, feels like in regards to a Land Rover Trophy Defender. I don't know. I would like one. I mean, they're kind of neat. The one thing though about all of these new edition cars period it's not just Land Rover it's kind of everybody's doing this they're just wraps you know like back in the day you used to paint a car for a special edition you know vehicle you would you would paint that car and so even if you know decades later the thing is a faded piece of garbage at least it would still be that you know that color that that painted color whereas both the trek cars and the the you know Land Rover trophy cars and, and all of these sort of special edition cars they're all wraps um the funny thing is is the the Land Rover trophy ones in the UK those are painted right we saw oh, them I didn't at, know at that the classic I course. mean I yeah, guess I
1: did know that because yeah, we saw one
0: <laughs> they're painted sanglo in and out only the defenders that that they did here you know what? I don't know if they did the new defender in the UK or if you could only do it in one of the classic defenders I actually don't know the answer to that I'm not sure if there's two separate things one for the new mm-hmm. defender and one for the old defender
1: yeah and and were that those were customized in the UK or were they customized here do I'm you know
0: not 100 sure I don't know I know that underneath they're just a black uh, defender 110 um, with some, you know, with some trim to sort of match. I don't. I don't think there's anything like particularly high spec about the car itself. But, um, but so what you're saying uh, is
1: you can just buy a 110 and wrap it.
0: I mean, there may be no way to tell. You know, I could. Ma- I could buy several 110s.
1: I mean, probably the VIN number would tell. A you, but. whole
0: fleet. The VIN number can be wrapped as well. You just wrap <laughs> a different. Wrap a different VIN number on there. It's fine. There's
1: no problem. Smart, smart. Yeah, yeah. It's a good time. We should do a we should do a t- tip top tech tip on Ooh, how to wrap your VIN number. <laughs> wrap your VIN number. VIN number
0: swapping. Um, you know, speaking unrelated, semi related. I read an article the other day uh, with uh, Michael uh, and his last name escapes me, but the gentleman who runs the special vehicles program at uh, at Land Rover. I met him once. A very nice guy. Um, talking about the Bowler Challenge and. It was very interesting because the words that he used, and and he may have been misquoted or he may have just not thought of the implication, but he said, right now, it is a competition in the United Kingdom. That, to me, leaves the door open to one day it will be a competition here in the United States. That's my my hope. There you go. You know, fingers crossed. I'd like to see there's probably events that, uh, you know, I think what they do in the UK is they're tagging on to existing events that are already happening in the UK. And they're mm-hmm. simply then going to that track the next day or something or the next weekend or something and doing their sort of race on that same already set up course and everything. So they're not necessarily producing a standalone event in the traditional sense. Like they're not building courses and things. I think their series just follows a number of different series, most likely. And so they're doing the same course that's been laid out, maybe slightly modified. I'm not sure if that's true, but I think uh, someone once told me that, for the original one, that that's how Bowler was... Because Bowler's a very small company, and so the idea of like producing a a race event, like, you know, even a company as big as, like, Score and things can only do sort of two Baja races a year, Um, and to think that these are there's like five or six, I think, different defender challenges. So that kind of makes sense. So if they were to, let's say, do the um, you know, uh, the the what's it called the Pacific Northwest rally series, the California rally series, it, you know, stitch a few different events together that tag on to existing uh, events going on in those regions, you know, a regular gated rally or, or, uh, or a staged rally events that are already happening. Maybe you could do it. Maybe you could put something together here. I'm just saying Land Rover Special Vehicles. Why not? The underpowered hour uh, rally team ready to go. Liza and Jenna already, already rally trained and, and ready to go. Uh, you know, we'll we'll get one of those defenders and uh, throw it in there. It'll be great, It'll be fantastic. Except our defender will actually be a uh, a Suzuki uh, van with the little D body kit on it. But uh, yes, but otherwise, exactly the same. Otherwise, it'll be fine. Perfectly totally fine. Yeah, we'll get the little D going. So, what's uh what's happening at the old uh Pangolin 4x4 uh there this uh week what cars you got uh, you got cooking?
1: We are doing the final assembly on a 1973 Series 3 North Ooh. American spec. Oh, you 88. hate
0: those cars. There's so
1: many little bits of plastic. There's a lot of little bits in that. I would say Ninety percent of the plastic is new, so we found mm. a new old stock dashes nice. and you know all that kind of stuff. So it's pretty clean in that regard. Um, you know, those there are certain things on those cars that are really hard to to deal with and restore. Mm-hmm. But I think we've got that sorted out and it's kind of a, it, it's not a super resto moddy thing, but it's got a few little upgrades on it. I nice. think it's got disc brakes and fuel oh, injection, nice. a few mm-hmm. other little things like that. And uh, it's got a galvanized chassis, which has not been painted. So it's like a bare gal, but it's the yeah. original chassis. It's not a repro chassis. Oh, nice. And it's got a, Beautiful bulkhead on it, just absolutely sweet bulkhead on it. So it is, uh, it's gonna be a nice truck, and it's just uh, that marine blue when it's fresh and against the galvanizing. Oh, yeah. yeah, really looks nice. so good.
0: Yeah, it looks so good. Really I, nice. um, you know, I drive my Series 3 uh, nearly every day, not every day right now because you have my carburetor, but, um, but uh, I have a uh, reproduction Zenith carburetor on it, which means it barely runs right now, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the original Solex carburetor, hopefully, will be back soon. And um, yeah. or the carburetor, rather, will be uh, back soon. But um, it's, uh, yeah, you know, it's just one of those things, right? Like all those little plaid. Now, I do drive the Stage 1, which is, of course, a Series 3 inside. I do mm-hmm. really drive that almost every day, especially because the <laughs> we went to clean the air filter out of the uh, oh, Defender yeah. uh, because uh, Liza and, and uh, Jenna had had it out in the desert over the last weekend doing the Rebel Rally. Uh, the Rebel University, Rebel University uh, training. And uh, there was a layer of sandy mud on the outside of that filter. I can't describe it to you. I mean, it was like modeling clay. Like it was there, and we tried to. It's probably there before the rally. It could have been there before the rally. <laughs> um, we tried to clean it. There was no cleaning it. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was like I, we tried to do a little brushing, and finally, it, just the the small amount of, of very light uh, power washing blew right through the filter, and it uh, so much for that Canon filter, which they no longer make. For the oh, uh, three point nine liter motors, so I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, so we'll go back to paper filters. So
1: and, uh, I, uh, I probably have that. I need to look for that for you. Sorry about that. I uh, got a little distracted today, but no, that's um, all right, we'll, uh, we'll 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 get some on there. Well, speaking of deferred maintenance, I want to hear about your new purchase. Oh Tell yeah, us a little well, bit about that.
0: so for a little while now, as you know, I we've been talking about acquiring a uh, underpowered hour company car. You know, something to go to official events in, uh, you know, to award ceremonies, um, you know, for the podcasting community, of which we're invited to uh, never. Um, Also, uh, you know, just
1: continue our uh, long and glorious tradition of uh, (laughs) unreliable attendance.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We want to make sure we never make it to those things. And so I was contacted by my very good friend, Ed Testa, who runs IE Rovers uh, down uh, in Lake Elsinore, California, between here in San Diego, between Los Angeles and San Diego, is uh, um, the president of the uh, SoCal Rover Club uh, that I am also board member at and a very old friend, good, uh, uh, great friend and amazing Land Rover um, super ninja of the Discovery and Forward. I mean, he works on anything, but he does a ton of work for all the clubs, Discovery 1s and 2s and 3s and does all that sort of stuff. And Mm -hmm. He used to work for Land Rover. and Anyways, uh, he knows that my fondness of stupid, stupid, Stupid Land Rovers. Um, (laughs) And so at about, uh, geez, you know, I don't know. I think it was Friday afternoon. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was Friday afternoon because Chris and I were going, who doesn't listen to the show, uh, we're going to see a screening of Doctor Strange. And uh, Ed sends me a a text and says, "Uh, dude, this is for sale in San Diego. And the picture that I received is nothing less than a Tangier's Orange G4 edition 2003 Land Rover Freelander.
1: Oh the boy,
0: undisputed king of Land Rovers, <laughs> and uh, it was. I won't. I won't. I won't say how much it was, but let's just say that uh, that uh, I have uh, probably recently paid more uh for a uh, reasonably fitting uh, pair of pants than I paid for this car. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was nothing is guaranteed when you pay basically nothing for a car And uh, I spoke with a guy on the phone and uh, he said, yeah yeah no everything's great it's per- it's a perfect car <laughs> of course it is uh, you're gonna love it, it's no problem. I couldn't go saturday morning which is he needed to sell the car before he left for mexico for an undisclosed amount of time so just oh an idea boy, yeah it's perfect
1: situ- but it's, as long as there are zero follow-up questions it's perfect
0: <laughs> it's like movie i'm going to mexico man i don't know when i'm coming back okay no problem so my uh my good friend uh another land rover socal uh member jerry samplipo who is the uh who is the trail master for the socal rover club down here uh he uh <laughs> he said, okay, I'll go get it for you. So I sent Jerry some money, sent him the, the contract and everything. Jerry goes over there, gets this deal done with a guy. He said, I drove it around the block once. I mean, it seems sort of okay. And uh, and so Liza and Cooper and I uh, jump in the uh, car, and we drive down to San Diego, which takes forever because it's a Saturday before Mother's Day and everything else. It's terrible. And we we get to uh, the G4 edition, uh, Freelander. And, uh, sure enough, I mean, the paint has been, uh, the paint's actually in good shape. The clear coat has been just destroyed by the sun. It's been melted to the point of being non-existent over 80% of the car. Um, otherwise it's pretty good. The interior is clean. Everything sort of seems to work. Uh, it does start the, the, you know, almost all the locks work, almost all the windows work, you know, stuff that normally doesn't work is, is actually working pretty good. So we figure, okay, let's uh, let's give it a go. It is literally out Hold of gas. Figure there is one mile uh left uh, in the gas
1: so <laughs> he took the gas he took the, the gas tank. out of it so we which is funny
0: because i have a picture of the odometer that he took for me um that had like uh three quarters of a tank of gas so somehow on friday somehow took all the light
1: bulbs out of the gas yeah, everything, everything was missing
0: so it was so fine so okay but it still had everything that had it had it's it has its bumpers and its side protection and its roof rack and all that g4 stuff it's little stickers and it's dumb things like that so do we Got all the uh, paperwork from Jerry um, and saw him off. We uh, we got into the car, or I got into the car, and Liza and Cooper followed me. Went obviously first to a gas station. We found out a the brake lights don't work at all the brake lights reverse lights none of that stuff turn signals none of that stuff works that's not important, it's not not important. important. so you know yeah. liza had to follow a uh, follow close i guess the one middle mounted light kind of worked so well, those, know, are, those are
1: those are nice little o- it's got the land rover oval it has a land that, Rover it? logo on it yeah. yeah so
0: that works fine that's still there not faded or anything so we get a gas we fill the thing up with gas and it's actually running really well like it's it's running good and it uh you know it's got good it's got good power like it's relatively smooth um We'll get out onto the freeway. We're heading to Ed's place, to Ed Testax. I'm going to leave it with him because he happens to have a freelander that he's turning into a tube buggy. And sort as a yeah, and because of that, he ended up with a bunch of like freelander parts and other freelanders and things, and so so he 's the perfect guy, so we 're going to leave it with him anyways. That was always the plan no no uh no designs on driving this thing home. I would have trailered it if I was bringing it back up here, but so we 're going to take it down to ed so we 're driving along on the uh, fifteen freeway uh, down here in southern california, and uh it 's going real good, you know, and i 'm actually talking uh, to my mom on the phone, and i'm 'm like, this is the first time i 've ever like, driven a Land Rover, like, home, first of all, like, I'm on the freeway going 80. That's never happened to me before with a brand new new purchased Land Rover. I have air conditioning that, like, kind of works, like, actually pretty decently. And I turned on the cruise control, and I'm like, oh, even the cruise control works. At that point, (laughs) the car immediately slowed to like <laughs> half the speed oh, no. that it was previously going oh, and no. uh, the uh, service engine soon like came on Ooh. and it uh it no i could no longer accelerate and so i'm <laughs> oh, like well no. mom i gotta let you go we're uh you know so we're about we're about halfway to ed's place we're about give or take about 25 miles and i'm like we're gonna make it twenty-five miles. It's gonna be okay. We can we can take this into- I'm not gonna have it towed twenty-five miles. Like I am gonna drive this Freelander, so help me God. And this so- is the whole
1: reason that an engine light like, exists is so you don't do this. So you it don't drive It said service that 25 engine miles. soon, not right now. It said soon. If it's going half the speed, that means now. <laughs> that means now.
0: Now there was no smoke or anything. There was no like, there was no weird noise. Well, there was a weird noise when I slowed down, but at that time there was no weird noises. So so I we were going up a hill. And so I'm like, okay. well, I can't. This is a terrible place to try to load a car onto a flatbed or something. So let's just – we'll get over this hill. So I called Liza and – And uh, the
1: emergency, the, the blinkers don't work. So the, the blinkers know, don't work. No I hazards, have no way. Right? No,
0: I couldn't turn on the hazards. So it was just like we're going for it. Now I'm going 30 in a 75 zone in an orange Freelander.
1: Oh, and man.
0: so we get to the top of the hill at that point it's fine because i can just cruise down the hill so i so we start going down the hill start picking up speed back up to about 65 now we're now we're okay now we're kind of keeping up with traffic and i'm like you know what i think this we're gonna make this work this is gonna be all right and so then finally we kind of cruise and now we're about 10 minutes away from uh from uh, Ed's place, I give him a call and I'm like, "Okay, here's the deal. Uh, we're coming in hot. Uh, I'm not going to stop because I'm afraid if I stop the car, that's going to be it. So we're 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 not stopping until we get to Ed's shop. So we kind of figured out a route where I could just make quick right hand turns almost the whole way. And never really hit a stoplight. Never really hit a stop sign that I actually stopped for. And so we finally get. Then we get into like the last five minutes and we're in like stop and go traffic.
1: Oh no. And so
0: it sort of, it sort of grinds to a halt. And I'm like, well. This may be where we're pushing this thing to the side, and I'm able to just give it just enough gas that it accelerates sort of like a uh, sort of like a I don't even know how to describe it. Like you know when you have no clutch at all and you you hit the accelerator and the engine revs like crazy and the car creeps forward at about three miles an hour. Like that's sort of what I had. It was like a it was like a sailboat picking up a breeze. You know, wow. we're just sort of slowly moving forward, and I was able to sort of get through the little bit of traffic, and then we finally ended up at. At, uh, at Ed's place, and Ed had the uh, you know the OBD2 uh, you know computer on standby and plugs it in. There's no less than 52 problems.
1: <laughs> he was just big big, big scrolling. scrolling letters go across the screen. Your to- hose totaled, totaled, totaled. He's scrolling like it's a it's a touch screen, right? He's like scrolling through pages,
0: pages oh, no. of things wrong with it. Anyways, we were able to kind of clear most of the errors. Um, it's got about another. I'm not going to say how much money it will cause it will cost to make All it run of the money, but All we're going to make money. it run. We're going to make it run,
1: you know. I, I appreciate your dedication, but uh, that's that's ridiculous. I've because, heard, yeah. I've heard that the transmissions on those are very, very difficult to replace and service.
0: In uh, nearly impossible in both of those cases. Yeah. Um, and uh, there is all kinds of uh, intake stuff. There's also the block. Once the block goes, that's it. There's not really other blocks available. None of these cars are in scrapyards or anything because they just didn't make very many of them. This particular model, which is again, a a G4 edition car. Land Rover had had originally planned to only make 50 G4 edition cars, but only 27 of them were ordered.
1: (laughs) So they only made 27 (laughs) of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow! <laughs> one of twenty-seven, and it very well Lucky may. Lucky you! Very well, maybe. Now I found out later that mm-hmm. uh, the because I got all the paperwork right. I did the dump of mm-hmm. paperwork from the DMV. Uh, this car was actually donated to one of those like cars for kids. <laughs>
1: That's actually how it got. <laughs> Those four the-
0: kids. <laughs> Those four <laughs> <poor> kids. <laughs> was donated to some, some kidney failure kids, uh, killed them all, oh, no. and now uh and oh, now no. it's off to kill again. Um and uh yeah, so there was uh this is a North American only uh you know car. They only made Again, they were going to make fifty. They only made twenty-seven of this car just for the North American market. It has rear light guards. It has this crazy-ass roof rack thing. Um, it's got side these giant sidebars, This giant A-frame bumper on it, and of course, G4 edition stickers all over uh, the place. And uh, and this very faded, uh, a orange. The interior is in very good shape. And uh, yeah, I am I'm happy happy to report that we will be spending an unreasonable amount of money on this <laughs> stupid old Freelander.
1: Uh, Define unreasonable, because I think that like $12 is unreasonable no, We're well past on that. that. My friend. We're well past that. Um, so I, here's a, here's a yeah. question. Have you contacted... Uh, Leroy, or whoever it was that you bought it from, and been like, you know, can you can you do something on this? It's not maybe as perfect as advertised.
0: I think even if he gave me all of the money back, it still wouldn't matter. <laughs> it's just like it was. Remember the amount of I was like, I don't understand how this guy's making any money on this until I realized that like, oh, he basically got the car for free. That's how yeah. he's making uh, money on it. Plus, he's in the wind now. He's in Mexico. We'll never, we'll he never stole see.
1: it. He stole it from the cancer kids. He stole
0: it from the cancer kids and uh, and nice. sold it and you know what? I'm happy to have it. Uh, We will, like I said, we'll be turning this into uh, the underpowered hour company vehicle. Uh, We're going to do sort of an homage restoration to an actual G4 uh, competition car, except we're going to bring in some of our own underpowered our edition sponsors. Um, yes. I'll bet you guys can guess who some of those will be. And, uh, you know, I think we're, we're really, we're, you know, every car here in the Bears collection has a name that Cooper uh, names, uh, the cars. We went through many different names for this one. Uh, but we have finally decided as we kept using this and, and the uh, social media community was set ablaze this weekend with this stupid car. Um, we've decided that uh, this one will be named, the undisputed king of land Rovers because it's simply what it is there's no uh, there's no better land Rover ever made uh, than this particular uh, than this particular unit and you know who's the most happy of everyone. Our good friend John Kostich over at uh, the Center Steer podcast. Uh, oh, I had to you know uh, send him a special message to you let him know, know who that, you're
1: going to have to you know, you're going to have to talk about with this or talk about uh, this with and that's Phil yep, at the Dunn's special. Full Question. He's such a Freelander on enthusiast. You uh, you guys got to have. Have you know he
0: on. he also has a G4 Freelander.
1: So, I guess uh, I forgot that. Yeah, I thought, he does, I thought he maybe G- you had something that Phil didn't have. No, no,
0: no. I, there's no Freelander that has escaped his gaze. He has uh, he has one of
1: everything. That pearlescent uh, one that he had was uh, I feel like that was the most special one.
0: Yeah. So if you are interested uh, in sponsoring the underpowered hour company car, the uh, undisputed <laughs> king of Land Rovers, a 2003 uh, Land Rover Freelander G4 edition uh feel free to reach out to us on uh, instagram facebook do you Uh, hate
1: money (laughs) (laughs) do you hate
0: money do you want your brand to be irreparably damaged by its relationship with this car we have a deal for you um and uh, i asked ed actually like hey i um i think i might i might drive it up to oregon and then i can i can do some social media with it he said i i wouldn't do that
1: i wouldn't do that you know the gambler 500 is coming up next month
0: i know I think we, uh, I think that, uh, you know, again, if you're holding an event uh, anywhere in, uh, well, I don't know, maybe in the 25 mile area around my workshop, maybe more. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> and you'd like the uh, the undisputed king of Land Rovers to show up? Uh, you know, drop us a line. We're happy to uh, we're happy to bring it by. Having you know? a kid's
1: birthday party? Need yeah. a clown? <laughs> need
0: a clown? We have the car for you. You know, this is uh, it's a labor of It's a long term project. You know, this is one of the first uh, underpowered hour long term projects. We're going to take this thing and spend a small fortune on it to make it. Uh, uh, reasonably okay which i think is all we could ever really expect out of it is that's what it was new there's really no way to make it better except for How many for, miles
1: are on this car?
0: Uh, 109,000 miles on it. Yeah. Wow. 109,000 miles. I don't know wow. how it got that many. It's amazing. Like
1: so what's your expectation once you spend all this money how many miles do you think it'll be before it breaks again? Oh, i don't know. I mean, i think we could start an internet poll on that. I think it's it's not a
0: lot. It may be hundreds of miles. Let's be honest. I think it may be hundreds of miles. Uh, In fact, it will only be uh, useful between here and Ed's Shop, where it will go back and forth for the next God knows how long. So uh, I'll tell you what, though. Driving that Freelander on the freeway before it it broke down, uh, you know, pure joy, pure joy. Yeah,
1: you know, uh, I got this text from Jenna, who had apparently been speaking with you, and Mm -hmm. you told her it was like, the best Land Rover experience that you'd ever had. And you were having so much fun. And then I talked to you like 10 minutes later and you're like, well, it's broken. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was
0: literally about that lug. yeah it was a real roller coaster of emotion that day it was a real roller coaster of emotion I, it I, honestly up until that point it had blown me away that uh, it hadn't broken down yet it was like i'm like halfway there and it still hadn't broken down and i'm like <laughs> this, this is insane like, this i
1: is made it 25 <laughs> miles in a freelander Yay! this
0: is like it's gotta be a record that has oh, to be a yeah. record so anyways it, it, there will be much more on uh, on the uh, undisputed king of land rovers uh coming up in future episodes and uh, we'll We'll definitely have Ike down here at some point uh, to, uh, you know, we're going to take it. We're going to take, well, first of all, when I pick it up uh, later, probably a month, maybe more, <laughs> depending on on how much Ed gets done on it in the next little while, there is an off-road course, not but five, like basically out the back of Ike, or of, uh, of Ed's shop, rather, uh, in uh, Lake Elsinore. There is like Jeep trails all over the place. So we are going to immediately take it off-road on its street tires. Smart. Smart. Yeah. And see how we can, uh, you know, see if we can't break one of those new timing belts.
1: I've never driven a Freelander. I've never even sat on a Freelander. Uh, Nor like have uh, I. This, feel this feel like was like my, my tear a hole in space
0: time. Yeah, this was my first experience with a Freelander, and I can like tell you, pure joy, pure joy, <laughs> pure joy. I see. I see what John means. I am. You know what? I uh, we make fun of John all the time for his love, uh, John Costich. Uh, we make fun of him all the time for his love of the Freelander. You know what though? I am a big enough man to say I was wrong. He's right. Now, it's, now I can
1: make fun of both of you.
0: It's the greatest lander. <laughs> ever made ever made and if you're gonna have one it might as well be bright friggin orange because uh you know what it's easier to uh not run into it when it suddenly stops on the freeway so you know much easier it doesn't blend in with its surroundings like a, like a normal colored one
1: it's literally a traffic cone it's it doesn't go cone. anywhere and it's, it's
0: orange it's always by the side of the road warning yeah. you of danger so you know, the danger it's warning you of though is Is itself. Is it. Yeah. Is it. Yeah. So again, very
1: polarizing
0: uh, on, uh, on social media. Uh, People either uh, love it. Just keep, just
1: keep telling yourself that just keep Absolutely telling yourself it. that i think it's not as polarizing as you think everyone nick hates that
0: thing <laughs> nick dimbleby uh, nick dimbleby uh, did a poll uh, of uh, after he uh, after i uh, we we were uh, trading back and forth on on uh, saturday when i uh, bought it and he uh, he did like a poll on his instagram of like legendary versus like you know whatever and uh, yeah very polarizing people uh, i think too many people are taking everyone seriously on this like yeah. realize it's an orange freelancer like i sure. don't think you know, like when we ask, is it the best vehicle ever or the most best vehicle ever? Like, we're probably joking. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. You beat
1: be Everyone's like, is there a third option?
0: We're going to take a very quick break to hear from this sponsor.
1: Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. Armor All. Less work, more clean. Terms apply.
0: And now back to the show. So speaking of, speaking of uh, uh, Land Rovers, uh, Land Rovers in the movie this week, uh, I, this is a classic. Um, oh, it is. I, <laughs> Only in the in the vein of Freelanders, this is the Freelander of movies. Um, Casper, the friendly ghost from 1995. I don't actually think it's Casper the friendly ghost. I think it's just called Casper in the Nouveau of the 90s. Right. You know, yeah. You know. So Casper, right. uh, the 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 feature film 1995's uh, Casper, starring uh, Chris, Christina Ricci and yeah. a uh, and an animated uh, cast of uh, ghosts. Uh, apparently, there's a Land Rover in this uh, movie.
1: You know, this is one of those films that's like sort of a forgotten, campy, kitschy 90s movie, and uh, it's got a lot of famous faces in it. I um, I saw this movie recently, I hate to admit it, but uh, I saw this movie recently and uh, recognized a lot of, uh, of big name actors. There's... Uh, Bill Pullman, of course, from Independence Day. Yeah. Yeah, He's, uh, he's one of the lead characters and, uh, Eric Idle is a supporting cast Mm -hmm. member from Monty Python. And, uh, let's see who else I like. There's some wonderful cameos, uh, from, uh, Dan Aykroyd and, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Mel Gibson, and Clint Eastwood, and I don't know, a few others. Many, uh, many
0: people consider the uh, 1995 Casper film uh, a canonical film in the uh, Ghostbusters uh, ethos, as it is uh, Dan Aykroyd uh, in the uh,
1: character role of Dr. Ray Stantz. Yeah, uh, which I didn't know, which was kind of a fun surprise. A yeah. uh, little, little Easter egg there. If you but, look closely,
0: uh, his uh, proton pack is is broken like the front is broken off of the particle wand uh, because I feel like he came in from the parking lot. They, put the suit on him he walked out gave that line took the suit off and went back with a you know picked up a suitcase of money and went back to whatever he was doing before feels like it was shot in about
1: in about three minutes. minutes yeah it was real yeah, no it, it does feel that way it's it's yeah. a very brief cameo but uh, yeah. i think he, he gets in a fight with one of the ghosts and the, yeah. and the ghost gets the better of him at any yeah. rate um so uh, back to the land Rover content mm-hmm. the uh the evil bad you know, a uh, lady in the film, the sort of Cruella Deville of the film, she has a Range Rover classic, which appears many times throughout the film. And it's, uh, I think, a, hmm, I'm trying to remember, maybe Silver?
0: Silver mm-hmm,
1: uh, mm-hmm. Uh, a Range Rover classic. Uh, uh, really, actually pretty cool. Um, it uh, meets an untimely demise, but she does too. Uh, mm-hmm. Not to ruin it, but uh, it's it's not worth to a, spoil
0: this kids movie from nineteen ninety five. But yeah,
1: uh, yeah, you know, I think it kind of got lost in the shuffle of all those kind of similar sort of Beetlejuice and Haunted House films that maybe have yeah. out- outshined this one. In, you know, in retrospect, but. Uh, it's 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 fun if you got some kids and and watch and uh, there's some Land Rover content so check it out.
0: I remember there being uh, like blow molded uh, Casper figurines uh, that fit on the top of uh, the Pepsi cups at uh, Pizza Hut in the nineties.
1: I don't think Casper that's themed. at all relevant.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying. If you're a, uh, you know, I remember that. That's the one thing I remember I, about that film.
1: I so. think that this is one of those films that was like just merchandised to death. Yes. You know, there's yeah. a, you know, so, Casper the breakfast cereal and Casper the lunchbox and Casper and there's oh, yeah. Casper everything at yeah. that time. You know, yeah. they did a lot of fast food tie-ins and yeah. you know, Baskin Robbins ice cream everything. flavors and all everything.
0: that stuff. They had everything. It was all great. I'm sure it was all great. Well, yeah, I uh, I definitely uh, I have haven't seen that movie since 1995 so uh, i'm glad that i'm glad that you revisited it recently. well since
1: you you know since you like freelanders <laughs> it's true it's, it's true. the
0: freelander of it's the of yeah. ghost movies from that no, period i think it's uh, i think it's fantastic so well uh for more on the uh freelander uh check out our uh, social media we've got some wow do we have some exciting stuff coming up over
1: the next few weeks i know Ooh, i kind of
0: basically say that every week but this time i am uh serious that we it's have coming some-
1: to a head it's going to be it's going be great! Oh, oh, my God.
0: Finally, many, many years of planning, decades, in fact, of planning have gone into uh, some very exciting things coming up uh, over mm-hmm. the course of the next couple weeks. As of, uh, uh, you know, as of now, uh, the uh, Chapman uh, screwdriver set, the, the specialty uh, screwdriver set is up on Chapman's website. You can link to it from our store uh, as well. And of course, if you use the code gear oil, uh, you're treated. Uh, to a special discount uh, on uh, that set of uh, specially curated, highly curated bits uh, for your Land Rover specifically, and uh, I can I had a ton of ton of fun working with those guys uh, putting that set together. There are still, and I, again, I say this all the time, but I'm serious now. There are still a limited number of retro AD T-shirts. Man, oh man, did those things sell quickly! Um,
1: That's such a cool shirt.
0: We'll consider doing another run of. The those, but um, right now we're going to send a good amount of inventory off to Daniel in uh, the UK so that uh, he can fulfill a bunch of UK sales uh, from a Retro eighty, and so if you want a T shirt, uh, grab it up in the next week or two because uh, our inventory here is going to go down uh, significantly because we're going to send stuff to uh, Daniel. And if you are in the UK and you do want to avoid the uh, slightly higher shipping from here, there's nothing we can do about that. We're at the uh, mercy of the postal service. And uh, if you were able to send a credit card or a Christmas card here a couple of years ago for a dollar fifty, good for you. We cannot send you a T shirt for. the <laughs> (laughs) that amount of money um so thank you uh for listening anyways um and uh we did come up with a way to send stickers to the uk uh much cheaper So, if you are a UK listener and you would like uh, a few stickers, fifteen ounces or less of stickers, uh, there is a special arrangement with the U.S. Postal Service to be able to get you those for only a couple of dollars in.
1: Maybe we could, maybe we just cut the shirts into squares and mail each individual square. Then you knit them
0: back together and send a a, a spool of thread along, like one of those, uh, like that uh, mail order, like Build the Bismarck kit, where you get like a (laughs) fucking chair every week and you can kind of put it on there. Yeah. 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 Well, one thing I forgot to mention about uh, the uh, the Freelander is uh, we did get a lot of questions about uh, if we will be roping up the bumper, and uh, I think it's uh, it's, uh, it's doesn't even need to be said. Yeah, of yeah. course, bear. We We're gonna rope the rope shit out of that thing. <laughs> it's gonna be the ropiest. It's gonna be the ropiest G four Freelander on the planet. Rope-iest. Oh man, it's gonna be so ropey. Uh, so look forward to that. And uh, unfortunately, because of uh, all of the ropey bumper talk uh, on this uh, week's show, we have yet again run out of time uh, Damn it. for our friends at Nando's. Um, but it. with any luck, we'll get to that in the near future. Uh, Ike, it has uh, been a pleasure as uh, you are listening to this in the future, but we recorded in the past. Uh, I am getting on an airplane. on on thursday and uh you can all guess where what? i am going what? to visit so we'll have it's some, be great it's gonna be great can't wait all right well my friend we'll see you soon and uh until then good luck out there
1: see you on the trail for real this time
0: for real this time enjoy all that freelander content all right see ya The Underpowered Hour is produced by me, Steve Ferris, and Ike Goss. Pavel Svartov composed and performed our theme music. Consider supporting the show on Patreon, and if you already do, thank you. Your support makes the show possible. For even more, check out our Instagram or Facebook.